All right, before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you about another ESPN podcast, The C.J. McCollum Show. Every week, hosted by New Orleans Pelican star, C.J. McCollum. C.J. discusses names and storylines in and around the NBA with inside perspective you can only get from someone in the locker room and on the floor. That's the C.J. McCollum Show. Listen wherever you're listening to this podcast. Welcome back to the Adam Schefter Podcast as we head out of week 10 into week 11, get closer to Thanksgiving. And with that in mind, we are joined today by the reigning 2022 NFLPA Allen Page Community Award winner, which is voted on by the players and is the highest honor from the NFL Players Association, a man who has been a two-time NFLPA Community MVP, a man who does an incredible amount of goodwill in Indianapolis, where he plays, in Philadelphia, where he used to play, and in Prince George's County, where he is from. The Colts' safety, Rodney McLeod, will come on and talk about giving, as well as the crazy season he's gone through in Indianapolis with the Colts this season, as well as what it'll mean to him to play up against the team that he helped win a Super Bowl for, the Eagles. And what a week it was in the NFL once again. Lots of injuries. Lots of news, lots of headlines, lots of drama. Was there a bigger, more significant injury this week than the Rams wide receiver, Cooper Cup, suffering a high ankle sprain that will require surgery on Wednesday and will land him on injured reserve, which automatically knocks him out for a minimum of four weeks? With the way the Rams are playing, with the way their season's going, you have to think there's a realistic chance that we will not see Cooper Cup play again this season, which if you stop and think about all that he's done in recent seasons, really since his last injury, he has been off the charts and paved the way for a Hall of Fame career. I think he will go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame one day. What he's done these past few years has been prolific. The Rams don't win the Super Bowl without him. Without him now moving forward, it's hard to imagine that they'll make a playoff push. We'll see if they could rally without him, but he is as difficult a player to replace at the non-quarterback position as any player in the sport. He's been tremendous, and he will now be out for an extended period, possibly, possibly, though nobody said this, for the rest of the season. Just a brutal blow for the Los Angeles Rams and Cooper Cup, who are finding out how difficult it is to repeat as Super Bowl champions. And as we begin to look ahead to this upcoming week, week 11, is there any player who's been more impressive the past few weeks than the Bears quarterback, Justin Fields? When we look back at that quarterback draft class, we're still waiting for Trevor Lawrence to take that next step. We're still waiting for Zach Wilson to take that next step. We're still waiting for Trey Lance to take that next step. We're still waiting for Mac Jones to take that next step. It feels a little bit like Justin Fields has begun to take that step. And this week, his first career game against the Falcons, he grew up in Georgia, about 30 miles northwest of Atlanta, and now will take on a team that was in his backyard, essentially growing up. And the Bears have struggled on the road this year, one and four. Their only win came at New England in week seven. They haven't won a road game versus the NFC since week 16 last year. This will be a big challenge 
for Justin Fields, but man, he has looked really, really good. And Josh Allen also has looked really good, but the Bills are struggling. Right now, they're a wild card team. And I still think of them as arguably the best team in football, but they've lost to the Dolphins and they've lost to the Jets. And now they've lost to the Vikings and they've lost in close games and they've lost when it mattered. I still think in the end, the Bills will be there. They'll learn from these mistakes and they'll go on and be a better team for it. But man, they lose some agonizing games. This week, they get a chance to get right against the Cleveland Browns. We'll see if they could do that. The Browns are in the midst of a stretch of four road games in five weeks from weeks 10 to 14. Their only home game in that span, week 12 versus Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. We will have on the Colts safety, Roddy McLeod, talking about the Colts season. They now will host a Philadelphia team that lost its first game of the season on Monday night. I can't imagine the Eagles are going to play two poor games in a row. And the Jets, by the way, the Jets get another crack at the Patriots. The Patriots have won 13 straight games over the Jets. They haven't beaten the Patriots, their AFC East rival, since week 16 of the 2015 season. That's right, 13 straight games spanning back to week 16 of the 2015 season. The Jets have a hugely important game to that franchise, not just in one-loss records, but it is a measuring stick for where this team is at this particular moment. How about the Raiders and Broncos? How about two embattled head coaches? This past week, Mark Davis, the Raiders owner, basically says he's sticking with Josh McDaniels. And that's the right move right now. Gave him a contract. He's not going to pay John Gruden all the money he owes him and pay Josh McDaniels all the money he would owe him by letting him go. And that team will figure it out, I think. And they'll begin to right the ship, I think. But they'll have to do it against a Broncos team that is on its worst offensive pace since any point since the 1960s, which were the worst dark days of that franchise. And Denver struggled on offense. It will have to try to get it together against the Raiders. We'll see if the Broncos and their head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, can do that. One of the marquee matchups of this weekend, Cowboys-Vikings. Great game. Late window, Sunday afternoon. Remember the Cowboys beat the Vikings in Minnesota in week eight last season when Cooper Rush threw for 325 yards and two touchdowns in the first start of his career? Well, Dak Prescott will take over this weekend. He'll be back behind center against Minnesota. And Minnesota is rolling right now with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins and the Vikings are 4-0 at home this season. And when Minnesota last started 5-0 and at home, in 2019 was when they won their first six home games and finished six and two at home. A big matchup. Vikings, Cowboys could be, who knows, a potential NFC championship game preview. Sunday night, we get the Chiefs and Chargers. Seems like Justin Herbert's getting better. Back to running, back to being himself, back to feeling better than he has since he suffered that fractured rib cartilage early in the season against this Chiefs team. So now it's kind of fitting that he gets to take on the same Kansas City team in which he suffered the injury against at a time when he looks like he's feeling better than at any point since that injury. And on Monday night, we will be in Mexico City for the 49ers-Cardinals game, the fifth regular season game played in Mexico City, the first since November 18th, 
2019 when the Chiefs beat the Chargers 24-17. I remember being there that night. I remember a lot about that night. Wow. Um, wild night. Actually thought I got kidnapped leaving the stadium. Fortunately, that wasn't the case. Maybe we'll tell that story after we listen to the cult safety, the former Eagles Super Bowl champion, a man who does as much goodwill in his community as anybody else. He has the Change Our Future Foundation, which seeks to empower people through education, advocacy, and awareness in the areas of youth development, healthy lifestyles, and community enrichment. As Rodney has stated about the organization, their passion is to collaboratively eliminate barriers seen in healthcare, education, and civic engagement by advancing programs, opportunities, and resources that give youth, families, and communities a path towards a happy and healthy and hopeful future. The great, and I mean great, Colt Safety, Rodney McLeod. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing? Thank you for the time. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem, man. Appreciate you having me on. Well, listen, we reached out. We know Thanksgiving's coming up. Yeah. We know there's a lot of reasons to be thankful. We figured we'd reach out to somebody who's the reigning 2022 NFLPA Allen Page Community Award winner, a two-time NFLPA Community MVP, a former NFLPA player rep who's got all kinds of good deeds still going, <laughs> right? We're going back to Philadelphia this yeah. weekend. We got a food drive going. Yeah. What do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, so we're very excited about uh, what Change Our Future is able to do this year uh, for our annual turkey drive, uh, not only in Philadelphia, but in two other communities. We're now reaching out to uh, back in my hometown in Prince George's County, Maryland, and then now, you know, me being here in Indianapolis. So, you know, it's, it's very important for us to address a lot of these food insecurities that are existing. Um, not only, you know, in Philly, but across, you know, our, our nation. And Thanksgiving is a time to gather, you know, to come together, uh, family and, and eat. And so with the rise of costs, we want to just make sure that uh, a lot of these families are able to uh, have food on their tables and be able to uh, experience, you know, this uh, this special occasion. And so in Philadelphia, we're doing, we're serving uh, over, we're serving 200 turkeys as well as fresh produce um, at Lucien um, at Blackwell uh, Center located in West Philadelphia. And families can sign up uh, now in order to uh, receive uh, this food uh, this upcoming Friday, November 18th, uh, starting at 10 o'clock. There's going to be DJ out there. Uh, we're going to bring some excitement and, uh, you know, just get out, man, and, and have a good time. Even though we're, we're, we're not there uh, physically, you know, the, the foundation, uh, Philly has, has meant a lot to my wife and I. And we want to continue to support that, that neighborhood um, and that city. How do you find the time and the energy to do food distributions in Philadelphia and Prince George's County and Indianapolis? How do you do this, Rodney? Man, you got to credit it to the team. I mean, as you know, uh, it's not it's not a one one man show. Uh, there's a lot of people that play an intricate part in in putting this all together. And so, uh, my wife and I are just supported by others who who share the same heart as us and wanting to serve, wanting to give back, um, and they spend their time doing so. So, we're very grateful to have some of these individuals uh, sacrificing their time and and give it back. 
even when we can't physically be there, uh, they're, they're on they're boots on the ground. A lot of volunteers and people have stepped up in the community, uh, which is amazing um, in, in all three uh, cities. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Adam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Adam. You mentioned sharing a heart. So where does the heart come from? Where does the motivation come from? to do all this good? I mean, honestly, it's just, it's just, uh, I feel like me just growing up, uh, being in how my parents raised me, uh, being a, a child of God, raised in the church and and seeing obviously how uh, God served and just wanted to do the same thing, knowing, knowing the position that I'm in. Uh, this is very uh, special time and you have to maximize your time uh, that you have here you know, on this, not only in this league, but on this earth. And I think what's important is about what you do in the between the time, that dash uh, that exists, right? You know, from when you're born to when you die, like how's your legacy lived out? Uh, what are the things that you want to accomplish and, and how do you want to impact this world? Uh, and what does your legacy stand for? And I think that is the reason why, you know, my wife and I started COF is, is legacy building. It's, you know, creating opportunities and resources for a lot of these kids that look just like uh, my wife and I being able to put them on the best pathway of success and and making uh, this world a better place leaving it better than you found it I think is the biggest thing you bring up COF that stands for change our future right yes people can go to changeourfuture.org for more yep. information about it is that to learn about it is that to donate time is that to donate money what is that Rodney uh, that's everything. It encompasses all uh, things that we have going on. Uh, you know, we're currently we're doing a few things here in Indianapolis that I'm very excited about. Uh, we've been bringing awareness to student athletes here at different high schools, uh, rewarding them, allowing them to attend uh, home games throughout the, the school year, really express ex- ex- um, expressing how important it is to not only be identified as an athlete, but a student athlete. Knowing that, hey, you know, you want to live out your dreams. You want, you know, you want to have this great uh, athletic career, but, you know, knowledge will take you a lot further and expressing the importance of education and how Mm. it is the uh, 
the avenue for success at the end of the day. And so uh, that's been special, man. They can learn a lot about all our programs that we have going on. We have our Next Man Up program that we're starting in Philadelphia. Uh, actually, next week is the first initiation ceremony started at Parkway Northwest, uh, focused on um, young men of color. Uh, they're ninth, 10th graders and really taking them through a series of workshops throughout the course of the school year. So there's a lot of stuff going on <laughs> that uh, wow. you can find out about uh, change our future and the, and the things that we're doing and how you can be a part, how you can help us continue our mission um, and also volunteering. Uh, it's not uh, dollars are important, but also the time is, is even more important uh, for the work that we're doing. I'm making a donation. After this podcast today, right? <laughs> I appreciate you. Hey. Your time, your time turned into a little bit of extra money for the org for changeourfuture.org. I'm right Man. there. That's the least I could do, right? Yes, sir. You're you're an inspiring guy to listen to. I'm curious how many of your teammates listen to or are influenced by what you're saying and doing. Uh, man, I, I mean, I think I've had a great deal of uh, impact on a lot of my teammates over over my time. Right. It's the 11th year in the NFL. Uh, a lot of it spent in Philly. And I, I think I laid, uh, laid a, a good foundation uh, there uh, for those guys to follow. But that was started, you know, before me having guys like Malcolm that I looked up to, uh, Chris Long to the world, Torrey Smith, those guys who I've had the opportunity to share the locker room with. I, I kind of studied them and and follow their lead. And, you know, it was something that I wanted to continue, continue doing, serving my community um, and just, you know, picking their brain a little bit and, and me being able to share my my uh, experience and my, my wisdom with uh, my fellow teammates. I, I think I've, you know, done well and being able to uh, help them in any way possible, start their own foundations, give them different ideas, but more importantly, uh, you know, serve in the same way and have that same mentality and heart you know, that, that I have. And so uh, it's good when you have others who, who are doing great work that you played alongside and, and uh, looking to do more of that here, obviously in Indianapolis too. You mentioned some of your former teammates who are mentors. Who's the one individual that left you with the most lasting impact? And what was that? Probably Malcolm, man. Um, I don't know how he did it. You know, everything that he was involved in from his foundation to the hmm. social justice uh, work that he did to his level of play on the field. Um, he was consistent in all areas and walks of life, man. And even on the business front, uh, somebody that I always admired, uh, not only for his his uh, time on the field, but more importantly, what he the man that he was off the field. So uh, a lot of respect for Malcolm. That's big bro. And. I was just texting with him a few weeks ago, man, and clearly he he hung up the cleats this year. But uh, you know he's still he's still doing what he does best off the field, uh, making moves. So on Thanksgiving, will you actually take a moment and spend time with your family? Are you going to be in some shelter addressing food insecurities? Uh, so actually on Thanksgiving, I will be present with my wife and our two uh, dogs. Actually, two uh, dogs. What kind of dogs? Uh, Malty Poo and the English Bulldog. Uh, the Bulldog's a, a boy, Malty Poo's a girl. But yeah, we're we're probably just going to spend some time together. Uh, it's, Thanksgiving's going to look a lot different this year for us. We're, we're normally with uh, groups of, of family and, and friends, but uh, because we're now here in Indianapolis, you know, things change a little bit. But 
this is now, you know, our family here and probably get together with some teammates as well. But uh, that week could start off with our, our uh, turkey drive here in Indianapolis uh, on the 22nd. So, yeah, good stuff, man. I can't believe you're going to take some time for yourself on Thanksgiving, Ronnie. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have self-care, too, a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think you're certainly entitled to that. You bring up all the change in Indianapolis. What has this season been like there? Because there are many teams that have had crazier seasons than the Indianapolis Colts. Washington, it would be one. Miami, at one point, had some controversy. It's like I tell some people in the NFL. The circus comes to town in every NFL city at some point. Comes to town for a few days, usually one week at a time. And then the circus packs up and goes to town elsewhere. The circus came to Indianapolis this year for a couple of weeks, a few weeks. And you could still argue might still be there to a certain extent. But what has this season been like living through, if you don't mind me saying, the circus that's gone on in Indianapolis this season? Yeah, it's been it's been one uh, very challenging, I would say. Right. Unexpected, uh, I would also say and add to that. Uh, But that's part of the game. You know, there's always uncertainty involved. Uh, you're you're always going to go through some some challenges throughout the season, whether it's injuries, whether you know it's a uh, it's a, a streak of, of a losing streak, right? Um, it all things happen, and so you know we obviously have experienced a lot of change over the course of this past month. Dealing, you know, starting with the quarterback, going to you know our offensive coordinator, leading to our head coach, and. You know, one thing I would say about this team is we've managed to stay together. And I think when a lot of those changes happen, you see guys start to stray away and go a different direction. But it's credit to a lot of the leaders uh, within within this organization and on this team for keeping guys together. Us continue to believe and trust in one another. Um, and, you know, quite frankly, you know, Jeff came in and, you know, he kept it honest with us. He, you know, he told us exactly who he was. He told us he was inexperienced. He told us about how, you know, he was undrafted and he had to work for everything. And he's going to work uh, even harder, you know, now that he's in this head coaching job. You know, mm-hmm. everybody counting him off. And I can relate. I was an undrafted guy myself. And he's taking that same mentality. And, you know, I think he's just come in. You know, you can feel the passion, the energy that he has for not only uh, this team, but this organization. You know, he spent a lot of uh, blood, sweat, tears here. He earned his stripes, ring of honor. I mean, all the accolades, man. And it was great just for us to go out and, and get his first win for him, you know, when everybody outside of the this building said otherwise, right, that, that wrote us off. And so for us, um, we're just, man, we're just staying together. We're a resilient group. Uh, it hasn't been perfect, but what we do know is uh, there's a lot of ball to be played. And I've been in many situations in Philadelphia, four and seven, and had to win out. Um, and this is when you want to play your best ball, November, December. So – we're crediting this to a new season, man. Uh, we started our new season off 1-0, and and we're looking to now get 2-0 as, you know, we got the Eagles coming in this weekend. was another great challenge for us. And we'll get to that game in a moment, but what was your reaction? I don't know if you watch ESPN, but what was your reaction when you found out that your new head coach was former ESPN analyst, my former teammate, Jeff Saturday. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. Man, I, I mean, I you know, honestly – it's one of the things where, you know, you just you just open to whatever decision is made. Um, yeah. And all I can do is control what I can control. 
And, you know, we welcome, obviously, Jeff in with open arms. You know, this still is a, a relationship that he has to learn us. We have to learn him. But I think it, it's a great way to start. You know, when things go one and no, uh, it's nothing better than that. <laughs> Have you ever watched him on TV? Be honest. Have you ever watched him? Yeah, I've watched him back in the day, Peyton Manning. And, uh, you know, a lot of clips uh, were running and servicing throughout the week. And, and the one clip I saw was him getting after it with Peyton Manning uh, on the sideline. And I said, okay, I could, if he's standing up to Peyton that way, I, 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 I like him. <laughs> and how about as a TV analyst? Do you ever watch him on ESPN or no? I caught him. Yeah, I caught him. Yeah, I caught him a couple times. What do you think of him as an analyst? I mean, he was okay. Yeah, he was good. He was good. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great guy. Yeah, man. He's he a great, he's a he's a great he he is he's integrity. He's sincerity. Yes. He's a great he's a, he's a great guy. He's a great yes, guy. Sir. Now, here's the other thing that I'm interested about. As an insider, quote unquote, right? Our job is to report our news information and Honestly, I take it a little personally when all of a sudden it's Sunday and your team makes a quarterback change that's not even really whispered about during the week. The fact that something like that could make it to Sunday without worry getting out is unbelievable to me. And I honestly, I take it as a little bit of an offense. I'm curious, when did you all know now that it's happened? that Matt was the guy back behind center because all of a sudden it's Sunday afternoon. We see Matt Ryan taking snaps from the starting center and we're going, Oh my God, they're changing quarterbacks. Aren't they? When did you know that? I, uh, to, to be honest with you, uh, I was doing the same thing as the week was unfolding is constantly waiting for somebody to text me, waiting for a Twitter, a tweet to go out, <laughs> uh, confirming uh, what we all, you know, saw throughout the week. And it never happened. And I guess that was a competitive advantage for us going into Sunday. But, I mean, the for us as a team, we all saw it, you know, on Thursday um, as, you know, Matt got behind center and he looked, he looked great, uh, had a great two days of practice. Um, offense, you know, was flowing and uh, practice turned into uh, a success on Sunday. Huh. You know, things that you saw them doing, running the ball, you know, offense alignment, getting downfield, man, and 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 Matt spinning it the way that he did. Uh, that all showed throughout the week. And so that just shows you, you know, the level of preparation and, and, uh, and that it pays off at the end of the day. So the secret held up from Thursday to Sunday. Is that accurate? That's pretty pretty accurate, man. I don't know. I don't know how. Damn, Rodney. Damn. I don't know how it happened, but uh, yeah, I guess that's rare in this day and age. It is. It is. Somebody's gonna leak something. Always. <laughs> and, and you know what? That's how I make my living. Yeah, Leaks. normally it's you. Yeah. <laughs> normally, not this time. Not this time. Before I let you go, you play the Philadelphia Eagles this week. I remember. The night the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl, I'm almost certain that I saw you and your wife all you decked did. out yeah. at the post game party, right? You did, yeah, I, I did. Uh, we had we shared a conversation together, exactly. Uh, you and I, and then uh, some of my boys as well. They they were all like right? they were super outside the entrance area. I can remember where we were standing. Yeah. I and yeah. I remember you and your wife dressed up and the way you handled yourself. It was so impressive, honestly. Like that, I remember to this day. Yeah, man. Me likewise. Well, th that's a good thing. So what will it be like for you to go against that franchise? 
they've lost the game now, but what, you know, still it's got to be meaningful. It very meaningful. Uh, you know, more importantly, because it's the next game, but obviously I, I spent uh, a lot of time there, uh, was able to, uh, won a Super Bowl like you just I- expressed and uh, made a lot of uh, great friends, brothers, uh, relationships, not only, you know, inside that building, but outside the building. And so, you know, as we said earlier, the work that I do with my foundation, Philly, is it means so much to me. And of course, you know, now I'm on, I'm on the other side, you know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm the enemy now, uh, but that's OK. And uh, I think it's just it's going to be fun, man, going against uh, my guys that I had the opportunity to play against for some time. Uh, Really looking forward to the matchup. It's a great challenge for us. Uh, Myself, personally, I mean, you know, they're star studded. Uh, They have a lot of guys that that can play from the quarterback. uh, Little brother, man, just to see him uh, blossom to the way that he has and become this leader uh, for the for that organization is, is great to witness from afar. Uh, Gotti going against him, tight end position, and no, all the he's rest hurt of now. The, he's hurt. You're not gonna have him. Oh, he. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. I saw. I saw him go down last night, but he came back in. So I. I no, he's I, hurt. I yeah, I didn't know. Uh, you, have to worry. You, you won't see him on Sunday, Rodney. I, I see the no secret there. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But yeah, man. I mean, the list goes on. Uh, I'm just really looking forward to 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 going out there to battle with them. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be competitive. Uh, it, you know how it is. When you get in between those white lines, friends don't exist anymore. So uh, that, that's just what it is. I, I got my I got my competitive uh, competitive hat on, ready to go to war, ready to come out with a victory on Sunday. And the last thing I do want to ask you, I thought it was going to be the Eagles, but I'm thinking of all the good that you do and all the communities you're involved in and all the services that you've rendered and all the recognition you've gotten. What do you want to do with this post-football career, whenever this ends? Do you want to one day work in a front office? Do you want to run for president? Do you want to run a company? Like, what what, what are you, with all the greatness that lays ahead, going to do and want to do with your future? Man, I mean, I think there's a lot I could potentially do. I know. Uh, I agree. Me- That's why yeah. I ask. <laughs> Media has been of interest of mine. So, uh, you know, I, I'm going to try and see what I can uh, what I can do there. But don't know. Uh, I have my own fashion brand going right now. I'm very involved in the fashion space. Uh, yeah. That's something that I enjoy doing outside of the game of football. So a lot of guys have been supporting uh, not only in the NFL, but in the NBA as well, taking notice of our brand. So that's always great to see. And, Which brand? Uh, Which brand? So the brand is called Back of House. Uh, success is built behind the scenes and uh, been in existence since actually 2017. We started as a um, a multi-branded uh, retail store and then we made the switch uh, last year to be solely a brand. And we dropped two collections as of late. Wow. Uh, first one being Land of the Rebels and then most recent uh, Summers in the City. And uh, it's very D.C., uh, streetwear inspired as you know that's where i'm from and it's special to me and so we're still building uh still growing and something that is a passion project of mine but it's fun uh allows me time to step away from the game and put my energy elsewhere uh when i need it so you never know what i could go into politics i don't really see that for me uh i'll I'll support it in a different way but i I think (laughs) 
think media, I, I could I could find a way to tie in my fashion, uh, creativity, and then also my my uh, football knowledge. I would say so. Well, that's that's a good trade. We trade Jeff Saturday the Colts for Ronnie McLeod and future <laughs> considerations, right? That that would be the trade I'm making right now, right? There we go. There we go. Yeah, you come over. To, you come over to ESPN. It works out pretty well. Well, Ronnie, I I, yeah, appreciate... I know the pay good over there. <laughs> Not as good as it is in Indianapolis. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> hey, thank you very much for taking the time. Congratulations on all the good that you do in Indianapolis, in Philadelphia in Prince George's County. Outstanding of you. Wish you continued success and wish you and your family and your multi-poo and your English Bulldog a happy Thanksgiving. I appreciate it, Chef. Thanks, man. Thank you, Rodney. How impressive is Rodney McLeod? Wow. You see why he won the Alan Page Award. You see why he is as respected as he is. And you see why there are a lot of people that support his organization donate to it and cheer for him as a player and as a man. Good luck to Rodney McLeod on and off the field the rest of this season and with the rest of his career. Just an impressive guy all the way around. All right, we mentioned that we are going back to Mexico City this week. And I will tell you this, the last time we went there in 2019, they basically, they want to make sure that you're taken to the right areas. And so we're at the game, we're at the stadium and there were people shuttling us back to the hotel. Now, there are some people that walk you there, like ESPN security people. And somehow I lost them. And there were these two guys that said to me, let's go, we're back to your hotel. And I'm like, okay, great. And I get in this car and I'm about two minutes in and I'm like, oh my God, what did I just do? I just got into the car of strangers, men I don't know. And I don't know where they're taking me right now. And I'm thinking to myself, I can't believe that I'm in Mexico City I've been warned against this, not going near strangers, and I just got kidnapped. Like, I just got kidnapped. I'm texting a couple of people or our coworkers. I'm like, am I in the right car? Did I go back with the right men to the hotel? Am I doing the right thing? And I'm not joking to tell you that I was panicked. My heart was racing. I really thought that I had gotten in the wrong car and that I was off to who know where, who knows where, and that I had encountered a problem. Now, fortunately... It was the right car. I was with the right individuals. I didn't know that. But when I go back there this week, I might be holding Booger McFarlane's hand the entire time until we get into the right car. Booger is going to be my babysitter because I trust Booger. Booger has better judgment than me. Booger knows the ropes better than me. And if you're listening to this, Booger, I'm going to be holding your hand as we leave that stadium until we get into the right car so I don't have to go through that particular experience again. But tune in Monday night. Should be a great game. Cardinals 49ers, Mexico City, going to be an electric environment. We're excited to be back there. Should be a great matchup. And we get ready for the Thanksgiving holiday. Nobody embodies that spirit any better than the Colts safety, Rodney McLeod. We appreciate the time he gave us today. I want to thank my great producers, Christina Buswell, Sarah Abbott, for putting together this podcast. And you, the listener, for tuning in to another Adam Schefter podcast. We're going to continue this theme of men and players who do good in their community, who give us reasons to be thankful that they are a part of the National Football League and doing the goodwill that they are. This week, Rodney McLeod. Next week, Cardinals offensive tackle, Kelvin Beecham, scheduled to join us and wait to hear some of the things that he does 
for his community and the people around him. Until then, have a great week, everybody. Be well and stay safe.